At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The numbers told the story, they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Tuesday morning, too. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, and of course, the DraftKings Network. It's a numbers game live from Bar Canada at the D, downtown Vegas. Gil Alexander, along with producer number nine, so much more than the producer, Kelly Bidelon. It's happening. You good, so, man? Show starts in like thirty, right? Yeah, yeah. We're we're not on air yet. Plenty of time. Yeah, you're good. Your dad's still in town. Your dad out of town? No, he's gone. He gone. Don't sound so excited about it. Jeez. He gone. Jeez. <laughs> uh, on the show today, Paul Carr, Champions League plays. Pete Futak on college football. Drew Densick will join us to talk uh, both NBA and the NFL. And a little later on, Arnold Schwarzenegger will uh, feed some more donkeys on the show. So I'm looking forward to that as well. That's a good booking on your part. That was well uh, done. Very interesting. Uh, interesting. A couple things I want to get to at the top of the show. One, obviously, the football game last night, which I don't know that there's a lot to say about this. Chargers beat the Jets, and they do so handily on the scoreboard 27 to 6. But honestly, the Chargers didn't do much. Uh, they just let the Jets make mistakes and won this football game going away. Chargers got their first touchdown on an 87-yard punt return from Darius Davis to go up 7-0. Uh, then the, the first of the Jets' three turnovers in this game, which was a fumble by Garrett Wilson. That didn't lead to anything from the Chargers. They went three and out, but it was the second one uh, where Zach Wilson was sacked by Joey Bosa. He fumbled. That was recovered by Bosa. That led to a, a short field Chargers drive that put him up 14 to nothing. And then the third turnover late in the game when it was uh, 20 to six Chargers at that point. That was, again, Zach Wilson getting hit by Khalil Mack this time on the arm. He fumbled it. Aloha Gilman went 48 yards. Then Eckler in from two, 27 to 6. Bottom line, Chargers only had 191 total yards in this game. Herbert was a ho-hum 16 of 30 for 136. He didn't throw any touchdown passes. He got sacked five times. But it was trumped by those three turnovers. And Zach Wilson getting sacked eight times and losing those those two fumbles. And so I guess, you know, I'll, I'll tell you what Joe Pita texted me during this game. So during this game, now both teams are four and four now after the uh, the Chargers win that and the Jets lose. But during the game when the Jets were four and three and the Chargers still three and four, Joe Pita texted me. He goes, what's a bigger story, do you think? That the Jets somehow with this outfit have managed to get to four and three or that the Chargers with all that talent are still just three and four. It's a very valid question. And I think we got two, I don't know if we got two on-brand performances, because I don't know what the Chargers brand necessarily is from week to week, but it was certainly the Jets brand, which is your defense is really good, really, really good, among the best in the NFL. But you just stink at quarterback. That's not breaking news. You just do. And as long as the turnovers happen, 
uh, and the and the subpar quarterback play. By the way, their offensive line is horrific as well. That should be pointed out to give yeah, oh, Zach Wilson yeah. some cover there, because because everybody assumes, oh, if this was Aaron Rodgers, this team would be in the playoffs going away. Yeah, I'm not so sure. And by the way, the whole Aaron Rodgers coming back this season with the Achilles. Let's just stop with that. Um, I think you. Ha- I don't know what the answer to that question is. I would have answered it. I think the Jets being four and three is slightly more surprising. Slightly more because it's harder to overperform than it is to underperform. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's definitely the answer. Mine was more existential than that yesterday. Mine was more. I just. I just find it amazing how narrative with with the narrative. So the Chargers, like I just said, they didn't do anything offensively, but they were great defensively against a, a terrible Jets defense. Brandon Staley's not going to get any credit, right? Because he never gets credit for any win, so he's not going to get credit for that. But if that was a Bill Belichick coach team last oh, night, he would get game. all the Let's credit. Go. Yep, he yep, would. Yep. Period. He'd yep. get all the credit. And I just think we do that in the NFL so much, like. This whole thing, and then, and then my brain went to, think about what we've seen in the NFL with Josh Dobbs, by the way. I don't know why you would call him anything else. Josh Dobbs, he's just showing up right off the street, having this great game again, uh, which he's done now more than once in his NFL career, just in the last half year or half you know season of NFL play. And, you know, Will Levis stepping in first to start with the Titans. There's numerous examples of this where a quarterback just shows up and plays great. And yet, like we give we give passes. First of all, the Jets we give a pass to because they are just like we're gonna. Essentially, what they've done is killed their season by continuing with Zach Wilson. They didn't get Josh Dobbs, but my brain goes to we don't kill other coaches like we should, like a uh, Sean McVay. To me, and you could say all you want about my Mishugas with the whole Puka Nakua thing. You can buy that or not about how they, they just, when, when Cooper Cup came back in, they tried to force the ball to him at their own detriment. But Sean McVay, while all these other quarterbacks are just coming up and playing well, he couldn't get Brett Ripon ready to play in that football game last week. Like they were that bad and were giving Sean McVay a pass. He continues to run on first down like crazy. We give him a pass. I'm just saying there's a lot of hypocrisy when it comes from coach to coach. Well, and I think that just going back to the narrative thing from last, I texted you this yesterday afternoon because you watch. You watch some of the shows, you know, some of the shows on other four-letter networks uh, over the past couple of weeks, and it's like, oh, the Jets have turned a corner, and watch out, Zach, well, Zach Wilson's under control. And I, I think I've been more of a Zach Wilson apologist than anybody because I liked him in college. I thought he might be interesting in the NFL, and it just didn't work out. And you know, we were talking to him. It's like everybody. It's just amazing how a couple wins can cover up. You know your your biggest problems and their biggest problem, like you're talking about, is the quarterback position of the offensive line. And then it's everybody after the game yesterday is just dunking on Zach Wilson again. Like, oh, he's always been the problem. I've always said it. It's, it's like, incredible. No, like four hours ago, you guys were all cool. With which it. segues us into the power ratings, which we're going to do a little later on. Where again, um, I have a tier of teams between ten and thirteen. One of them happens to bleed in the top ten, right? Ten to thirteen, which to me is the is the Lions, Chargers, Browns, Seahawks group, if you will, roughly, right? And so here we have this game this week where the Chargers are going to host on a short week. They're going to host the Lions, who have extra rest. Lions are a slight favorite. And the Jets, short rest, going to take on the uh, the Raiders, short rest by one day to the Raiders, uh, are going to take on the Raiders. And they're a road favorite in that game. Antonio Pierce, by the way, leaves the building way earlier than me now. Ever since he became head coach, I haven't seen him once. <laughs> Valleys are saying the same thing. Great update. It's got to be the first guy at, at, uh, at the Raiders Park, if you will. There has been uh, no line movement on that Lions Chargers game. Nothing at all. But yeah. I think it's such a great barometer for, okay, okay, Chargers, and okay, Lions. 
let's see how you do against this level of competition, which is basically staring roughly a team as talented as you are across the field from each other. So that should be fascinating. Uh, the other thing that I just wanted to bring up here in the first segment, because we had Drew Dinson coming up to talk NBA and NFL. Um, this is just your friendly awards season PSA. Because we spend a lot of time talking about awards bets, Kelly. I know other shows spend even way more time than we do on it. Um, but we, I'll raise my hand. We're, we're, we spend a good amount of time on it in every sport. And I always say, we got to worry with awards that oftentimes we are far too close to the sun. Far too close. And I always bring up that story about my buddy in San Francisco who's not a better the year that Bryce Harper beat Juan Soto for NL MVP. And he, you know, very casually said to me, he goes, Oh, Gil, Brandon Crawford's going to be the MVP, right? Brandon Crawford of his hometown Giants. And I was like, Wow, that's interesting. Brandon Crawford was 100 to 1 in the betting markets. Now he finished third, didn't win it. But the fact that he finished third shows you that we are just way too close to the sun on these things. So, that segues into National League Cy Young. Yesterday, all finalists for all Major League Baseball awards were announced. And the three National League Cy Young finalists were Blake Snell, the prohibitive favorite in the betting market, Zach Gallen of the Arizona Diamondbacks, who was a Cy Young candidate for oh, most of the season, although in our sort of parlance, betting parlance, it petered off at the end, if you will. And then Logan Webb of the San Francisco Giants. No Justin Steele of the Chicago Cubs. No Spencer Strider of the Atlanta Braves. So, again, all the inordinate amount of time we spent not only talking about it, but actually making bets. Strider, who we said, even those of us who had bets on Strider, once your ERA balloons to close to four, and he ended up with a 3.86 ERA, you're not winning it. So, whether you're a finalist or not becomes immaterial. But no Strider. He's not even in the top three with that 3.86 ERA, despite having a 36.8% K rate. And no, no, uh, in the end, Justin Steele, who ended up 16-5 and five with a 4.9 war, but did have three really poor starts at the end of the year, which kind of went unnoticed because we were so involved in the playoff race at that point, and the Cubs were swooning. Well, he was swooning along with them. But there was a period down the stretch where Steele, remember there was a moment where we're like, it might not be Strider, it might not be Snell, it could be Steele. He's, oh, not, yeah. he's not even in the top three. <laughs> it was a couple weeks. So it ends up being... Snell, who everybody figures will win this, but again, I'm just saying, <laughs> we don't know anything, but I figure it'll be Snell. Zach Gallen, who, yes, body of work, he ended up 17-9 and with a 5.2 war, but don't use war as a barometer, because Strider had a 5.5 war, right? Don't use that. Uh, but Gallen's ERA was 3.47. His advanced stats were kind of in line with that. And then Logan Webb of the San Francisco Giants. I watched a lot of Giants games down the stretch of the season. And if you heard their broadcasters, they were convinced he'd be a finalist because uh, he ended up with an 11 and 13 win loss record, which you're like, well, how did he get in with 11 and 13 win loss record? Well, he had the worst run support in all of baseball. But he had 24 quality starts out of 33 starts. He led the majors in innings pitched, 216. He led the majors in walk rate with just a 3.6% walk rate. And he led the majors with a 62.7% ground ball rate. So all of those things apparently factored in, and the voters at least decided that's worthy of a top three. So no Snell, no steal. And if you're wondering, that's great. 
Uh, when are these awards taking place, anyway? <laughs> That's a great question. Today is the coveted Executive of the Year Award. Oh, yes. Yeah. T- uh, tomorrow is all MLB team nominees. By the way, the MLB team stuff doesn't get announced till mid-December. But as far as uh, <laughs> this week's Silver Slugger on Thursday, Golden Clubs on Fridays, for our bets... Not till next week. Monday is a rookie of the year. By the way, Josh Young didn't make the rookie of the year finalist. I know he had fewer than 500 at bats because he got hurt. But uh, those are the only real surprises. NL Cy Young was the biggest news breaker for those of us betting in this stuff. Rookies of the year on Monday. Manager of the year. Oh, I know you bet on that, which didn't exist on Tuesday. Yep, Cy Young's on Wednesday next week. And then MVPs not till Thursday of next week. So there you go. Try to contain your excitement. The, no, uh, no steel, no strider. I thought I sent in the wrong stuff. I, I, I peeled back the curtain. I thought I typed this up, sent in the graphic for Ryan to build up, and then I went in there. I'm like, wait a second. I didn't see strider or steel. I must have wrong information. Nope. Remember, betters, sometimes we're just in this ridiculous cocoon. Coming back with Drew Ditzik next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. A numbers game on v the sports betting network. Don't forget on DraftKings Sportsbook this week, new customers can bet $5 and pocket $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Download the app and use the promo code VEGAS when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Skill Alexander, we get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the feedback. Michael Burns, Gil, I'm tired of the Billy Walters commercial. Why doesn't v promote a pod I never hear about like long shots? Just saying. Yeah, well, it'll get yeah, we, we, really get, we get tweets on our, about our commercial breaks every day. Every segment of every break. You should have a billion downloads an episode. <laughs> Just shy of that. Uh, Wes Reynolds and I recording later today. Oh, there you go. There you go. Rich Copro. Uh, I had the uh, under at uh, 0.5 for existential today, Gil. Lost it in the first segment. Yes, you did. Uh, angriest guy in Kentucky. Hey, oh, this is, uh, this is tweet on tweet violence. Listener on listener violence. He's tell, tell Mr. Miyagi it's a ruptured Achilles tendon. Aaron Rodgers is not coming back for for the Super Bowl. I'm very sorry, he says. Jason H11. <laughs> Jason H11. Thanks a lot, Drew. Now I get to spend next summer at Saratoga trying to get a bird to take a dump on me. Appreciate it. It's an excellent pro tip. This I, really, hour. I really did. I was really wondering how the. Did you catch the bit of the story about him watching the NBA game, and, and, and he got pooped on? 
How oh, does that work? Oh, that's a you're good point. You're so bad watching the game. I sort, of let, I sort of let that go. <laughs> Maybe it was one of those like playoff situations where everybody's in a park watching their team. Yeah, I don't know. I love that when it happened to his wife, like his wife was probably freaking out. He's like, wait, what number are you thinking about? <laughs> what team? What, what animal comes to mind? Colin Murphy was driving down to Mohegan Sun last spring with July. Top off my Jeep. No exaggeration. I got bird pooped on five times in a one and a half hour drive. Oh, my God. Yeah. See, like that doesn't feel lucky to me. That Needle- sounds like a horrible scenario. Well, it was. He says, needless to say, my buddies and I all hit the exacto on the derby that night. The poop is real. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. I need to turn things around, I guess. And then Robert Busa with a random question. Gil, can you ask Drew, does he have the green thumb or does the better half have the green thumb in the family? <laughs> uh, this is from Jesse Welch. Logan bleeping web. Guys, what are we even doing here? Well, he is worthy. He's just not quite as worthy from our betting perspective as the other guys. But this is the point of that whole segment, right? That we don't, for those who miss it again, no Spencer Strider, no Justin Steele, and the, even the finalists for NL Cy Young when we spent an exorbitant amount of time talking about both of those guys. And instead, it is Zach Gallen, along with Blake Snell and Logan Webb of the San Francisco Giants, who, again, had the best walk rate in baseball, had the best ground ball rate, had the most innings pitched. I mean, he was good. Chris of St. Bart's, what number did you find eager to win the Australian? Assume you played already. I did. Three to one was the best I could find uh, at this juncture. Let's talk some college basketball. Last night, just a... Just a windfall. I mean, a, a just a, a, what am I looking for? Not windfall. A uh, grand wave. What am I thinking about? A wave. An onslaught of An games. onslaught. A massive wave of college basketball games. Kelly is thinking my thoughts for me. <laughs> uh, let's talk some college hoops with Kai McKeon from Three Man Weave joining us. How you doing, Kai? I'm doing good, Gil. Thanks for having me. Kai, uh, your hair looks great as always. Let's just point that out first. It's the, <laughs> it's the elephant in the room. Everybody notices. We get it. Uh, Appreciate it. How many bets did you end up with yesterday? Total. Yeah, I probably had around 25 or so. You do okay? Yesterday, so I did okay. I did okay. Not as good as I wanted to, but it wasn't a disaster. Uh, 113 games is uh, it's quite the slate, especially when you consider today's got like 15, tomorrow's got 12. I don't know why they do it. I don't know why they stack it up so so heavily on day one. Not only did they stack it up, it was all like most of it was in this condensed time range too. Yeah. So if you're betting pre even you know, if you're I mean if you're betting in game, my God, it's just it's it's so hard to to keep up with. Uh, let me just talk about one game first. Get your thoughts on because probably the headline was Michigan State yesterday. Michigan State, uh, number four team in the country preseason. Tom Izzo was seventy three and zero home games. Um, in November, they lose to James Madison in overtime. Something to be cr- uh, concerned about, or just one game that we'll quickly forget about? I think I lean towards one game. Uh, Michigan State was one for 20 from three. And yeah. I think that's an outlier for any team, you know, frankly, obviously. Uh, but certainly some concerns. I mean, I think everyone assumed Michigan State, all their players would uh, progress on a, on a linear curve and, and, and all. Um, improve AJ Hogard, for instance, uh, doesn't look any better than last season. Tyson Walker is about the only impressive thing I saw from Michigan state yesterday, not going to overreact. James Madison's a good team, very well coached, but yeah, a, a huge loss uh, on opening day there. Okay. What did, was there, was there anything else yesterday where you looked at? And again, it's the smallest of all sample sizes, but was there anything else you were like, okay, something to keep an eye on anyway. Yeah, there, there are several results. Um, you know, Georgia didn't look nearly as good as I, I kind of anticipated. Uh, they seem pretty much in disarray. Uh, 
some some smaller mid-major upsets down the line. I, I won't bore the audience with some um, small details. I was on Western Illinois. They lost uh, six and a half in overtime, so I've got my first bad beat of the oh, year, which was go. fantastic. And so it uh, begins. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Princeton. How about Princeton beating Rutgers? That that was huge. Uh, they continue their trajectory from last season. Uh, impressive. Yeah, just so many games to process. I'm still going through last night. Okay, what did you? It is a sh- much shorter slate today, as you alluded to. Did you end up with anything today? I do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm taking Northern Iowa today. Um, I, I think it's down to four now. Uh, they're playing North Texas at North Texas. North Texas lost their coach, Grant McCaslin, to Texas Tech. Uh, for my money, one of the best coaches in the country. They replaced him with a good coach in theory, uh, Ross Hodge. He's been assistant under McCaslin forever, but. They also lose their three best players from last year, including Tyler Perry, went to Kansas State. Uh, and they also don't have Rondell Walker eligible quite yet. He's waiting on a waiver decision from the NCAA, whereas Northern Iowa returns everyone. Um, so I think the Panthers keep this one close. It's, it might be ugly. It might be low scoring. It's going to be a defensive game, but I like him catching four. That's the only one? I, I also took a swing on Creighton. Uh, big favorites at home. The, the lopsided matchups kind of crushed yesterday. And I don't like to follow a trend or anything like that, but I think there is a something to these power teams uh, wanting a statement coming out of the gate. And also Creighton just has the ability, the firepower to blow a team out like four day and M's that, that lines around 33, 34. I took it for a small. I love uh, with college basketball, you see like schools that you forget about, like the Bethesda's of the world, Brescia University in action tonight. I'm sure you're familiar with them in Kentucky. Um, (laughs) All right. Here's what I really want to know in our final few minutes here. Where did you and your buddies uh, at Three Man Weave, who we love so much, you know, Jim Roop specifically is, I think I remember, he's always the guy who comes, you know, when we get to March Madness, he's like, oh, yeah, I got yeah. these teams, you know, at 80 to 1 in, you know, the middle of the summer or whenever he bet them. What do you have in your futures portfolio right now? What are the teams that you have to win it all? Yeah, so I, I took a huge swing with Cal at the beginning of the summer. I, I assumed Jalen Tyson was going to be eligible, and it was a crazy number. Uh, that one's not going to look very good, but uh, I did take a little St. John's when Patino got hired. Uh, uh, I think it was a hundred to one is a pretty good number uh, at the time. Florida Atlantic is in my portfolio. Duke um, is in my portfolio as well. And I'm thinking pretty hard about adding Purdue. Um, I think they're the best team in the country and I still kind of think their odds. Uh, there's some value there. Zach Eady in his 75th year at uh, Purdue. Uh, I got exactly. Oh, you and, and specifically, Kai, what kind of bet would you did you make on Florida Atlantic for those of us that might be interested in tailing just to win it all? Just to win it all. I got them around 60 to one back in the summer, 66 to one in some places, I think uh, that was just a value bet. Personally, I, I don't really expect them to get there, but I, I think they have the talent to do it. And, and where they were priced in the market at the time, I thought it was a pretty good bet. Hoot hoot, let's go. I have let's run it back. Hoot hoot. I have one bet that I made months ago, which is Alabama at sixty yeah. to one. I noticed you didn't mention Alabama, um, and it was strictly it's strictly a bet where I look at Ken Palm, right? You look at Ken Palm, then you look at the mm. market. Uh, this could apply. To, Baylor was the other team that this sort of applied to. Where was the biggest mm. difference between their market odds and how Ken Palm had them? By the way, is that something you look at? And why not Alabama for a bet for you? I don't think I don't think it's a bad way to do it at all. Yeah, I, I think Ken Palm he's not biased like like humans are, right? When he's na- uh, analyzing teams, well, he's not a human. Alabama, 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bama looked amazing game one. Uh, their, their firepower is real. Grant Nelson looks every bit of uh, an SEC player. So I don't hate that bet. 60 to one. That's, that's a fantastic price in my opinion. Yeah. Baylor doesn't interest you either. A little less. I, I'm still concerned about the defense yeah. uh, from Baylor that we saw the cracks last year. And I don't know if Jerome Tang was really the, the secret architect behind their success. I, I love Scott Drew, but I think Tang was a big loss last season to Kansas State. All right. Kai McKeon, Jim Root, Matt, Matty Cox. The three of you still together? You all still a band? Yes. Still together. Still three together. Three man weave strong. Yes. So three man weave strong at 3MW underscore CBB is your, where all your, all your picks every day at 3MW underscore CBB. Yes, sir. We are, we are figuring out our, our show schedule right now, but yes. everything you can find us at will be on that Twitter handle. See, Kai, I knew not to ask about the show schedule because a little birdie told me that uh, <laughs> you guys were working on that still. That's right. A lot of bird, right. a lot of bird references on the show today, by the way. <laughs> Just want to point that out. Thank you. Great to see you, man. Good to see you guys, too. Hoot, hoot. Kai McKinn at Kai underscore 3MW if you're looking for his Twitter uh, individually as well. Uh, for those on the DK Network, Dan Lebetard is next. We're coming back. Talk uh, college football with Pete Futak and more next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You also get unlimited access to our VSIN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Check the top VSIN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which VSIN expert has the hot hand. For VSIN Pro picks, betting splits, betting guides, plus 24 7 video access, become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now and get access to everything we do through May 1st for only $120 at VSIN.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin, live from Bar Canada at the D here in downtown Las Vegas. Let's talk some college football with the founder, the creator, the czar of collegefootballnews.com. It's Peter Futak. How you doing, Pete? Hanging in there. I'm doing all right. How you been? I'm been good. I want to ask you about Michigan. Because uh, this is yes. whenever we walk in the building, we see what's you know everybody's talking about in mainstream media. Michigan uh, was the answer to that question this morning, and essentially the Big Ten now notifying Michigan that it could be facing disciplinary action from the league. That disciplinary action is likely to come in the form of a suspension of Jim Harbaugh, which one would then assume would 
be part of the Ohio State game, maybe, if that happens, that he would be suspended, I guess, for that. They only have three games left, right? Um, and then there's this notion of Michigan has time to respond, legal options to push back on that. Then how does this come to the overall selection committee if this lingers? Like, I put all that in the wash. Is this going to affect anything really this year? No, no. And it'll affect next year. In the Big Ten's dream world, they're able to kick this can down the road. In the Big Ten's dream world, Penn State and Ohio State take care of this for them. And they just, you know, Michigan loses to those two, and then we're out of this and we get on to next year. The problem with the Big Ten is there actually aren't rules in the Big Ten against anything being alleged against Michigan. So this falls under this really nebulous, overarching sportsmanship category. So really, you're going to can your superstar program because of sportsmanship. It's kind of a hard sell uh, when you don't have actual rules. And the problem with that goes going forward is they need the NCAA to act. And for the NCAA to act, they got to go through the whole process, which is going to take longer than the next three weeks. And then you have the appeals process. So getting to the point, no, this year, Michigan, I get the team itself is going to be able to run right all the way through. That's not going to be a problem. The college football playoff committee is going to say, rightly so in this case, hey, look, if you're eligible, we're just ranking you based on what's happening on the field. So we, we can't put any of this. We're not the, you know, the judge and jury on this. And then maybe next year, Harbaugh gets suspended. There's a massive fine. Maybe there's vacated wins. Ooh, you know, but nobody cares. So <laughs> it, they're going to get through this season. And I, I will be shocked if Michigan is not eligible to play for the big 10 championship for the college football playoff. Um, where do you have Oregon ranked right now in your, in your okay. rankings? They have to be obviously up there. I mean, you got to put them behind. They're better than Washington, but you got to put them behind Washington just because uh, I, this is going to get weird fast because you've got all these big games. The weird, the fun team to watch out for now is Oregon state because they're really good and they play all these teams. So they're going to be the fly in the ointment here. We get to see Oregon and USC coming up. We get to see Washington in a couple more nasty games. So I do think we're going to get Oregon and Washington in the PAC 12 championship. Uh, and then this gets really funky because if Washington can somehow get there undefeated and if Oregon gets there with one loss, the winner of that is in the big 10 champions going to get in. Then what happens is Texas, a one loss, Texas going to get in. Well, is Florida state with an undefeated going to get in? Yes. Then what happens in the sec championship? God forbid if Alabama beats Georgia, the one thing nobody, I'm not thinking I'm going to be that guy. No one's talking about it. Georgia might isn't isn't a lock to be in the college football playoff. It, this has gotten crazy really fast. So uh, roundabout way of saying Oregon's really good, and if they keep winning out, they're going to be in the college football playoff. I don't want to be prisoner of the moment, but the the reason I ask about Oregon, obviously, maybe not so obviously, is do you remember a college football season? First of all, there's there's still, what is it, seven undefeateds. Like, I'm not sure I remember yeah. seven undefeateds this late. But in saying that, the next thought is also, do you ever remember a season where that's one thing, and then in the same breath, you're like, and no one's all that great? Yeah, no one's all that great. Well, I, we're going to find out. Because if Michigan throttles Penn State, However you want to say the sausage is made, yeah, they true. are that great because they are just, I mean, yes, 
buy it, but we know how it's going. But they also haven't beaten anybody. If Nebraska is your best win, or Minnesota is your best, or UNLV might be their best win. Uh, if that's it, they have not played anybody good. They have not had a a stress moment yet on the field. So we're going to see if they go out there in 31, 10 or 31, 14 Penn state, they might be that great. That is a very good team. Uh, and then one more thought on Michigan to go to other parts of this. The one thing I do think this matters for is the Heisman, because if JJ McCarthy goes off on Penn state and he goes off on Ohio state and Michigan rips through the rest of the schedule, there's still going to be a segment of Heisman voters out there. They're going to be like, nope, not voting for that guy. So that's the only way where I think this Michigan thing is going to matter on the field. They won't vote for him. The rationale being that the they, we knew the play was coming. Oh, we're just they knew the play Michigan. was coming. That's what I was getting. Oh, that's the, the, yeah. exactly. So that would be the one thing. I think there'd be a big enough segment of voters that would just leave him off entirely. That even if he is the signature player of the college football season, he will not be put on that list. One, one random thing from last week before we get to your picks this week. Uh, this is just because we had Dr. Bob on last week. He loved Notre Dame against Clemson. Uh, he just said, you know, Clemson is just a bad football team. Watch that game. And I know the score ended up being closer than really what, what the, the actual flow of play was. Notre Dame got crushed. They absolutely got crushed in that game. And I'm just curious, when you take away from that game, where you're like, oh, Clemson might not be all that bad. Was it just this moment in, in, you know, in, in time? And were you disappointed in Notre Dame, specifically also Sam Hartman, who I just thought had a couple really horrific passes in that game, 24 years old at this point? <laughs> um, you know, I don't know what kind of prospect he is. All of that in the mix. What did, what did you think about that game? He does that, though. Hartman is that, has always been that, that kind of player where he's great, great, great. And then all of a sudden he has that one game. But yes, Cle if you look at Clemson, they are closer to being undefeated than they are to being, say, three and five. You know, so they're but for a downfield passing game. I mean, they, you know, this is how football works, and they should be should have been better than this. But they were so much better than Duke, and they just kept fumbling inside the five, and they screwed that up. If yeah. they had a kicker who they literally did not take off the couch to come kick for them, they beat Florida State. You know, so this is a good Clemson team. Now, I don't think they beat Georgia Tech by 14 and a half because I think Georgia Tech's kind of good. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're, they're all right. Or this is going to be the other part of it. When going back to your undefeated comment, if Florida State kind of needs to go undefeated because the ACC is not that great. And if they lose to say Florida or they trip up along the way, 12 and one's not a guarantee for Florida state. If you have a, let's say 12 and one Georgia that loses the sec championship, or you have an Oregon that's one loss or Washington one loss, or Texas with one loss. So Florida state's got to go undefeated in this ACC. All right. Rapid fire for this week's games. I'll feed you three and then you can give us what your favorite pick is, but Penn state, Michigan, sure. then specifically for that game, Michigan favored by four and a half. You are going with on a bet that locks that might lock in with my favorite pick until proven otherwise. Michigan. I, the one thing that doesn't have anything really to do with any sort of sign stealing is just how good your offensive line is. And that <laughs> offensive line is killing everybody. Uh, I'm not so yeah. Okay. Penn state completed a couple downfield passes over the last two weeks. I'm still not buying. I, I'm buying Michigan's just that good. So I, Michigan four and a half. Sure. I'm taking it. I wish it were a night game. I want, I like the white out at night at Penn state. Um, Ooh, they got t-shirts on. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> he loves that. <laughs> so uh, Ole Miss in Georgia. Lane Kiffin. Can't wait for this. Georgia's 10 and a half point favorites. 
I can't back off now. I'm, if if I really have to do, if I'm going to that window behind you, I'm, I'm taking Ole Miss uh, to lose, but cover. Uh, but this has been my call all year, all off season. That was the game that Georgia drops. Ole Miss is a rock solid sound team. Georgia has not been that great. Uh, I'm going Georgia uh, uh, to win outright Ole Miss with the points. And I'm not crazy saying Ole Miss outright. It, it's, it's, uh, this is going to be a tough one for Georgia. Long story short. All right. If you've already given us your favorite bet, maybe you have already. You said Michigan Penn state. If not, what, what's the other game you're looking most forward to? Yeah, and the, uh, to Georgia Tech as well. Uh, the Clemson game, the 14 and a half. Georgia Tech's just playing well. Uh, and Clemson is a good team that just so happens to, you know, kind of falter here and there. But I kind of think Georgia Tech, 14 and a half, it kind of matters. The hook is, is a big deal on this. Uh, and again, Michigan, I like in this. And Nebraska at home, I think they're finally going to end this. They still can't win a close game. There's still the, the stats about them losing games seven points or fewer are still holds up after they blew it against Michigan state last week. I think as the underdog against Maryland, uh, it's only I think it's two and a half Nebraska outright against uh, uh, Maryland. All right. We leave you with this non sports betting question. Caleb Williams uh, seeking comfort after a loss last week, sort of sobbing bother you. Or these, are you college, like these are college kids. The stress on these guys is so immense. I, I great. Fine. I don't, I, I'm never going to dog a college kid for any sort of emotion like that. I like that answer. Peter Futak with the evolved answer to that question. Thank you, Pete. <laughs> Appreciate it. Good. Later, Gil. At Pete Futak, F-I-U-T-A-K, collegefootballnews.com. We got Champions League picks coming up from Paul Carr. On the other side, numbers game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.